0: I'm reading from the gospel according to John chapter 7. And I want to read to you from verse 37. John 7 verse 37. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water but this spake he of the spirit which they that believe on him should receive for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified he that believeth on me as the scripture hath said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water and I just want to preach for few moments this morning on this subject the tree grows when the river flows the tree grows when the river flows could we just lift up a praise again unto the lord this morning god we thank you for your goodness we bless your holy name O lord we bless your holy name O god we thank you for your goodness to us lord we pray an anointing upon the remainder of this service and upon the preaching of the word of god We humble ourselves before you, surrender ourselves to your will in our lives. We thank you and give you praise. And everybody said in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen Amen. and amen. You may be seated in the name of the Lord. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you to our guests. Let's give all of our guests a great big hand. God bless you in the name of the Lord. Amen. We are certainly thankful that, that you are here today and you do only come one time as a guest. We're just, we're here uh, a Tree of Life Church, we're just a bunch of people that, that God has blessed uh, and we want Him to bless people like He blessed us and, and so we're just here to to be a brother and a sister to, to those who are looking for Jesus, amen and uh, we thank the Lord uh, for that opportunity this morning and we know you could have been a lot of places but we're grateful and we're hon- honored that you came this morning to Tree of Life Church uh, I want to share with you maybe just a little bit about what brought us here, and I, I, I will not take long, I know those are famous last words from a preacher, but, and I hope the Lord won't anoint me uh, and, and make me lie, you know, and <clears throat> that, that, that's quite a conflict of interest there, but I, I do not intend to take a long time, but I do want to tell you that, you know, we're, we are on the precipice of a great, great testimony for God. And, and what he is going to do and what he is doing through this congregation is simply miraculous. And uh, I feel so honored to be a part of it and uh, and to be teamed with you uh, this morning and to see what God is going to do through us. I'm, I'm just, I'm simply in awe of what the Lord has done. And every day is a new revelation of his glory and of his ability to do great things. Uh, I used to think I knew what it meant that he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. Now I know I will never fully understand what that means. Because he amazes me every single day with his glory and, and with his wisdom and with his power. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And, but, but this building that we are in, uh, we've been here four and a half years uh, we, we got here and we purchased six acres, which included this building. Uh, we purchased the uh, four and a half acres acres here uh, just, uh, just to the, um, uh, I believe that's to the, <laughs> the west of us, east, to the east of us. There you go. Thank you. And we were so grateful because we were able then to develop a, a parcel of land where we can build a new building for the glory of God reaching souls and and bringing the hope of salvation to to as many people as possible and it's been a journey i remember when we were we were moving out of the building on Montgomery Road in Kenwood and it was it was a very trying time because we sold the building and we had 12 months to get out of that building and and we you know you're on a timeline you're on a deadline you've got to get moving and and about Five months in, we, we were not, we didn't have any place to go. And uh, I was saying, Lord, you know I have no friend like you. If heaven's not my home, I don't know what I'll do. And I, uh, we just didn't, I didn't know what to expect. We were trusting in the Lord, leaning on God. And uh, I began to lose sleep over it. My wife said, uh, Joel, you just need to give all of this to God. You need to pray and just and just lay this at his feet and let him take control and so I, I it was good advice it's, it's advice I give to a lot of people and so I, I heeded that advice and I said Lord I need you to lift this anxiety I need you to to let me know that that in just a few months we're going to have a place to go to call home uh, and so he, he gave me a scripture that 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 blessed me then and it blesses me every day He just simply said Consider the lily, that it toil not. And, and he said, if, if God then so clothed the grass of the field, which is today in the field, but tomorrow cast into the oven, how much more shall he clothe you? He said, Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed as one of these lilies. He said, so, so take no thought for the morrow what you shall put on or what you shall eat. But he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. For the Father knows that you have need of these things. And if you'll seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all of these things shall be added unto you. And I came from that prayer session with a renewed confidence in the Lord that, that we didn't have to worry about all of, the, all of the things that we could not figure out. You can't worry about what you can't figure out. You have to put it into the hands of the Lord and focus on what matters. And what I realized the Lord was sharing with me, what mattered was that we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness And that all of the stuff we can't figure out, God will take care of it. So I came before the congregation and I said, listen, we got to be out of here in seven months. We don't know where we're going, but God knows where we're going. And we're not going to worry about all those details. What we're going to worry about is seeking first the kingdom of God. What we're going to do is we're going to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. What we're going to do is we're going to love people. What we're going to do is we're going to teach Bible studies. And we're going to wrap our arms around the hurting. And we're going to baptize people in Jesus' name. And we're going we're to do what God called us to do. And all of these other things, the Father knows that we have need of it. He will take care I want somebody to know that God shall supply all your need and God shall supply all our need according to his riches and glory. It taught me something. I learned that if we will keep our eyes on what matters, God will take care of the things that we can't figure out. God, oh hallelujah, is interested in blessing his people. He can't bless us when we've got our hands in what he is supposed to be doing. And we keep pushing his hand out of the way saying, I'll take care of this. I got this, God. You just go back to being God, whatever that means, and I'll take care of this. He's trying to tell us, you just do what I anointed you to do. You just do what I called you to do. You don't worry. Don't fret. Be anxious for nothing. Be careful for nothing. Just do what I've anointed you and called you to do. So when we came to this location, uh, my first message was called, Welcome to this Tabernacle. Because this was not where we were going to stay. We got here so we could build the temple of the Lord. So this was kind of like the badger skins and the, and the goat skins on the tabernacle. This was just, this was just getting us on location. But we're going to build the temple of the Lord. In the last six months, as Brother Duvall so wonderfully uh, illustrated, we have nearly raised $700,000 in six months to build the temple that God brought us to this property to build. He began, to, he began to show me the, 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 what he was doing in us as a congregation. That we are not merely just another church on a street corner. That we're not just a collection of people that decided that this is where we want to be on a Sunday morning. But no, we have very definitive purpose. We are to be a tree of life to this world. That the leaves of the tree of life are for the healing of the ethnos. Or the healing of the nations. That's what the leaves of the tree of life are for. The tree of life was taken from man because of man's sin. But God made a way through the life, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. For man to have access again to the tree he abandoned in the garden of Eden. The tree of life. Fruit that he could eat from that would cause him to live forever. Fruit that he could eat from that would heal every sickness. That would heal every sin. That would heal every brokenness. All the hurt. All the bitterness. All the unforgiveness in him. This fruit would heal him. This fruit does not grow in an orchard or in an orange grove. This fruit does not, is not found in the produce section at Kroger or Whole Foods. This can only be found on the tree of life that God planted for man to eat of. And God said to us, listen, I want you to be a place where people can come from all walks of life. They can come from every broken set of circumstances. They can come from the most impossible of situations. But when they walk into this house, they walk into a haven of rest. They walk into an ark of safety. They walk into a tree of life where they can eat from the fruit. And they can break open the leaves. And they can retrieve sap from the trunk of this tree. And be healed. And I want you to know, Tree of Life Church, there is nothing that God cannot heal. It doesn't matter how convoluted it doesn't matter how broken down, it doesn't matter how busted up, it doesn't matter how deep the sin, it doesn't matter how bad the reputation. You hear what I'm preaching to you this morning. I've come as an ambassador for Christ. The spirit of the Lord is upon us because he hath anointed us to preach the gospel. It's not because we have talent or because we have abilities. It's not because we have some kind, of a, some kind of a niche in the religious market. It's not because we have some kind of a collection of a talent pool that we're, we're getting. No, 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 no. Oh, thank God for the talents and the abilities and the gifts that he gives to his people. But make no mistake about it. The healing that God is doing is something that God is doing. It's something that the Lord of glory is doing. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And so it's very important that we understand that. Because the leaves of these, this tree of life is for the healing of the nations. Had a man come to me yesterday. Folks, it's all the time. People who reach out and share. One man said to me yesterday, I want to thank you. I didn't, I didn't know him. I, I, I knew his family. I didn't know him. He said, I want to thank you. For your podcast because he said I was away from God for so many years but he said when I was reaching rock bottom he said I didn't know where to turn he said I got on iTunes and thought is there any anybody I can listen to talk about the Lord he said I found the tree of life church podcast he said the tree of life church is why I'm serving the Lord today You 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 may never meet him. He may never come here. But I want you to understand that what we're doing is bigger than this property. It's it's bigger than thank God for the amazing building that we saw. But it's bigger than that building, and it's it's bigger than it's bigger than ready now, and it's it's bigger than sixty four seventy seven Cooper Road. God is doing something magnificent in our midst. We are grateful to be a part of it. This isn't something we own. This is something God owns. We are not our own. We are bought with a price, with the precious blood of the Lamb of God. Oh, hallelujah! And it's so important. You know, the Bible talks about the tree of life, and I, I, I want to, I want to continue just to cement this vision in our our minds because it comes from the Lord. But every part of this tree is good. It is good for the people that God wants to save. Every part of this tree is good. So so I, I, the Tree of Life Church is a place where people can come in and regardless of what hurt they may have experienced prior to arriving, they will learn here how to take what the devil meant for evil and give it to God for the glory of the Lord and the salvation of souls. And and, and you'll learn that. You know why you'll learn that? Because, Because Jesus is the Lord of this house. People ask you, where do you go to church? Don't tell them I go to Brother Urshan's church. You tell them I'm in the house of the Lord. I go to the Tree of Life church, the house of Jesus. Because Jesus is the Lord of this house. Jesus is the good shepherd of this house. And and what did Jesus say? He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Learn of me. That's what he said. He said, learn of me. He wants to teach you how to take wounds and heal people with the wounds. He wants to teach you how to take bruises and heal people with the bruises. He wants to teach you how to take stripes on your back and heal somebody else's diseases. He wants to teach you how to have blood running down your face, but forgiving people and and crying out, Father forgive them. This is an epicenter of forgiveness. We do not hold grudges here. We do not become offended here. We do not fester bitterness in our hearts. We are healed of the Lord and we heal others. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to know it is the pain that you didn't want That qualifies you for ministry. You thought it ruined your life. It didn't. It opened you up to be able to help somebody. Now, you know this is true. You don't ever want to have to go through it again. But I want you to understand, you would not trade who you are for who you were because you're grateful for who you are. You're grateful. I said, you don't want to have to go through that again, I know. But you're grateful for what it made you. You're grateful, ha, hallelujah, for the wisdom that came from it. I said, for the wisdom that came from it. And you can say like the writer, it was good that I was afflicted. (laughs) Let me hasten, let me hasten along. Because the tree of life is a special thing. Man could have eaten of the tree of life even in his sin. And lived forever in a sinful state. This is why God cut off the garden of Eden. Because he did not want man to eat of the tree of life and then live forever in a sinful state. And so he, he put an angel at the entrance of the Garden of Eden. And put a flaming sword in his hand that turned every which direction. And, and the Bible says that he, that he was there to prevent man from eating the tree of life. And living forever in a sinful state. It was not because he didn't want man to eat of the tree of life. It's because he had to redeem man. So that when man would eat of the tree of life, he would live forever in a regenerated state. So the Bible says that the angel of the Lord stood at the entrance of the Garden of Eden to prevent man from eating of the tree of life, living forever in a sinful state, and to keep the way of the tree of life. Which means to hedge it, to keep the path clear. See man, you know what man would have done with the tree of life. He'd have chopped it down. He'd have built a house with it. He'd have made paper out of it. He'd have sewed fig leaves and put them all together and and went out and walked down a catwalk or something you know what man would have done with the tree of life he'd have used it for all the wrong reasons and God said I can't let man in his doubtful fearful sinful ungodly unclean iniquitous transgressive state have access to the tree of life so God said I'm going to keep the way of the tree of life he kept it clear so we could have access to it he kept it clean so we could have access to it but the Bible says says that the tree of life in the book of Genesis in the garden of Eden was in the garden and that a river watered the garden the river was necessary for the tree of life the only way that the tree of life could flourish was if the river watered the tree of life and so the scripture teaches us that's where the tree goes you want to know where the tree of life is planted? It's planted by the river. It's not, planted, it's not planted where we want to plant it all the time. It's planted by the river. Now you can try to go and put it on Fountain Square. And you can try to go and decorate it at Christmas time. You can do what you want to do with the tree of life. But the only way the tree will flourish is if it's planted by the river. Oh hallelujah. Oh I feel the Holy Ghost. Can, I'm just going. You know what? I'm just going to cut to the chase here, okay? Because Jesus couldn't take it anymore. On the last day of the feast, he had seen all of the feasting going on. Everybody was gathered around. Everybody was enjoying themselves, and Jesus is watching them enjoying the feast, knowing that the the whole purpose of the feast was to teach them about the Messiah who was coming. And Jesus is looking at all of this symbolism, and he's thinking to himself, "That symbolism reflects me. That's." symbolism reflects my death on the cross that symbolism reflects my obedient life this symbolism reflects when I will raise from the dead and he's looking at all this symbolism and and, and finally he can't take it anymore and on the last day of the feast Jesus stands up and said cried with a loud voice and said everybody listen he that believes on me as the scripture hath said out of his innermost being shall flow rivers 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 of living water he said, if you will believe on me, as the scripture has said, it will provoke something inside of you. It will provoke, hallelujah, another place he said, it shall be in you a well of living water. See, living water is different than just water. Living water is living water, is living water because what it touches, it makes come to life. Living water can touch dead things and make dead things come back to life. That's why it's living water and not just H2O. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. And he said, if you want the river to flow, this is how you get the river to flow. Believe on me as the scripture hath said. Believe on me as the scripture hath said. Can I tell you, Tree of Life Church, we are committed to preaching Jesus as the scripture hath said. We are committed to teaching Jesus as the scripture hath said. We're not gonna preach Jesus as academia hath said. We're not gonna preach Jesus as religious tradition hath said. We're not going to preach Jesus as popular culture has said. We're not going to preach Jesus as National Geographic hath said. We're not going to preach Jesus as the History Channel hath said. We're going to preach Jesus as the Scripture has said. And if you'll believe it, out of your belly. If you'll believe what the Scripture says about Jesus something will rise up inside of you something will rise up ah, I'm beginning to believe that it is the Lord that healeth me I'm beginning to believe that the name of the Lord is a strong power the righteous run therein and are safe I'm beginning to believe that the Lord is a present help in the time of trouble I'm beginning
1: to believe feel
0: a gurgling. See, see, the only way the tree of life can flourish is if the river's flowing. I'm going to tell you something. We can all come back next Sunday morning, and I can get up here and read a nice little poem from guideposts about butterflies and unicorns. And the tree of life will not flourish. But if we will preach Jesus, and you'll believe Jesus, woo. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. That's who you are. That's who you are. Even when I don't see it, he's working. Even when I don't feel it, he's working. He never stops working. See, <laughs> See, it reminds me, it reminds me of what he told me a few years ago. Just seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and I'll do the rest. It reminds me of that because what he's telling us today is just believe on me as the scripture has said. And I'll make the river flow and I'll make the tree grow. So in Genesis, the river comes out, waters the garden, and the tree of life is watered by the river in the book of Genesis. We get to the book of Psalms, and, and it's, getting, it's starting to grow a little bit. He Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted where? By the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Hallelujah. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he... Oh, my God, tree of life. I wish that you could hear what I'm telling you because I'm trying to tell somebody related to this building we're going to build, whatever we do shall prosper. I said whatever we do shall prosper. Come on, if you'll put your faith in Jesus and believe on Jesus as the scripture has said everything we do shall prosper. My Lord, have mercy. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Everything we do shall prosper. Hallelujah, Jeremiah. 17 goes on. Notice what it says in verse 5. Thus saith the Lord cursed be the man that trusteth in man. That's not us because we're not going to trust in man. And maketh flesh his arm. I don't want flesh to be my arm. And whose heart departeth from the Lord. We're not going to depart from the Lord. For he shall be like the heath in the desert shall not see when good cometh but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land and not inhabited. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope. the Lord is, for he shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spreadeth out her roots by the river. So you see what's happening? There's a river, when we first see the tree, there's a river gardening, watering the garden. Next time we see the tree... It's planted by the rivers of water and it's flourishing. We get to Jeremiah and the Bible says that, that, that it's spreading out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought neither shall cease from yielding fruit. That means our roots are spreading out by the river. Oh, I need to break this down. I'm I'm moving. Listen, I'm moving. But he said, he that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. This spake he of the spirit. So the river is the spirit. But what makes the river flow is believing on him, as the scripture hath said. How are you going to make the spirit flow? Are you, you can't get up here and try to make the spirit flow. We can't just get up here and put on a light show and expect that the spirit will flow. What makes the spirit flow is preaching Jesus as the scripture has said. Declaring Jesus as the script. Then the spirit starts moving. And when the spirit starts moving, the roots start following the spirit. hallelujah brother rubio the bible says job said that if a tree is cut down to the stump but the roots are left in the ground the tree through the scent of water through the scent of water water doesn't even have a scent but roots can smell water that's it ladies and gentlemen we can sense the holy ghost When we're preaching Jesus, the roots can sense where the Spirit is moving. And the Bible says this tree spread it out her roots by the river. That's Jeremiah 17. You get to Revelation 22. My Lord, have mercy. All this time of preaching Jesus, all this time of believing on Jesus, all this time of declaring Jesus, all this time of Jesus living, dying, being buried, raised from the dead, ascending on high, pouring out his spirit. The Bible says, the angel showed John a pure river of water. A pure river of water. What kind of water? A water of life. Clear as crystal. Proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it. And on either side, on either side of the river. My God, do you understand how this tree is growing? This tree is now moved to the other side of the river and it's got stuff growing up over there. The same tree my God have mercy notice what it said on either side of the river was there the tree of life which bare twelve manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month and the leaves of the tree were for the of the nations hallelujah see let me tell you something it will stay by the river it will stay by the moving of the Holy Ghost hallelujah I don't want fake Holy Ghost I don't want put on Holy Ghost I don't I don't want hyped up Holy Ghost. I want the real thing. And the real thing comes from preaching Jesus. Singing Jesus. Praying Jesus. Worshipping Jesus. On either side of that river. Is the tree of life. Hallelujah. So folks, yeah. We've got to raise more money, and we're going to. You know why? Because we're going to let the river flow. And when the river flows, the tree grows. Hallelujah. I want somebody to start putting figures on their prayers and say, God, give us this, give us that. Give us this, give us that. Bless it in the name of Jesus. I need somebody to praise him for it before he does it. I need somebody to give him glory for it before he does it. Hallelujah, And, and, you know, because we're not going to worry about it. We're just going to keep doing the work of God. That's what we're going to do. We're going to keep doing what God called us to do, what God anointed us to do. And know beyond the shadow of a doubt that the tree grows when the river flows. The tree grows when the river flows. If the river's flowing, the tree is growing. Hallelujah. If the Holy Ghost is moving, the fruit is flourishing on the branches of the tree of life. So Ezekiel walks to the temple in a vision. He walks to the door of the temple. And underneath the door of that temple was a little trickle of water coming out. And and and, and Ezekiel, Ezekiel started walking toward that water. And, and before he knew it, the water was ankle deep. Oh, hallelujah. I, Brother DeVall, I, I feel like I almost saw some water trickling out under the doors of the glory the tree of life church hallelujah ezekiel started walking and he was walking ankle deep folks i'm just gonna tell you something six hundred ninety seven thousand dollars that's about ankle deep maybe knee deep but you keep on walking because we're getting somewhere We've got testimonies all across this house of of people delivered from drugs, people delivered from alcohol, people's marriages being restored, people being delivered from sin, people being saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, people being healed of cancer, people being healed from certain death. Hallelujah, hallelujah. People whose children came back to God, but that's just ankle-deep stuff. That's just knee-deep stuff. We haven't even scratched the surface of all that God is going to do. Let's just keep, hallelujah, preaching Jesus. letting the river flow so the tree will grow. He walked further and, and before long he was knee deep. He walked further and before long he was waist deep. He walked further and before long it was up over his shoulders up over his head. He was swimming in the waters of life. My God. And he said this. He said that the water went down into the valleys, went down into the cities. And and everywhere that the water went, things came back to life.
1: my God.
0: Come on, somebody. I wonder if you could just splash around in it right now. Come on, somebody. Hey, take the floaties off. Take the floaties off. You have been so scared of this water for too long you just standing on the steps, putting your toe in. No, it's too cold. It's too deep. No, no, no. Take the floaties off and and, and put the snorkel gear on. Come on, you need to get you, you need to get you a big, a big uh, scuba gear on and go jump in the deepest part of this water you can find and say, Lord, my God, you need to take a backstroke. Come on, this is waters to swim in. Everywhere this water goes. Come on, somebody. Marco, Polo, come on, somebody. Get in the water. Splash around a little while. Everywhere this water goes, people are healed. People are saved. People are delivered. (laughs) I wonder if somebody could just splash around a little bit in the Holy Ghost. Go ahead, splash around a little bit in the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Ah. Come on, stand with me right now and put your hands together for the glory of God. How many want the river to flow into your family right now? Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. How many want the river to flow into that loved one that's unsaved? Go ahead. Go ahead. Come on, if I'm talking to you I, want you, I want you to go ahead and let God know, God, that's me and I want it. How many need that river to flow into your marriage right now? Come on, somebody. Lift up your hand unto the Lord. How many need that river to flow down into your kids right now? Ah, come on, listen, this is a dangerous world we're living in. You better get a hold of that river. Lord, let the river flow. Let the river flow. The Tree of Life Church is not about building bigger buildings. The Tree of Life Church is not about opening up and saying, saying we just want crowds, we just want crowds, we just want crowds, so we can say we got a big crowd. That's not what the Tree of Life Church is about. We simply want the river to flow. We simply want the healing of God to move upon the land. If the river will flow, the tree will grow. That's not, that's not an issue. The tree's going to grow. What we're supposed to do is let the river flow. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his or her belly shall flow rivers. So where does the river come from? It comes from your faith in Jesus. My God have mercy. Do you believe that his blood has the power? Do you believe that his grace is sufficient? Do you believe that He is the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world? Do you believe that He can lift the fallen from their fall? Do you believe that He can lift the heavy burden? If you believe these things of Jesus, I want you to let the river flow out of you right now in praise. Let the river flow out of you in praise. Come on, somebody. Let the river flow right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. I'm telling you, there is a healing in this house so deep and so real and so rich. I want you to understand, God's going to heal something in you you never dreamed. Could be healed. God's gonna heal something in your relationships that you never dreamed could be healed. Don't underestimate the healing qualities of the river. Don't underestimate the healing qualities of the leaves of the tree of life. Hallelujah. My God, I want two, I want, I want two, I want two different. Perspectives right now to, to respond to the word of God one I want those who are willing to say God I'm a part of the tree of life I want you to speak through me shine through me break me open and let me heal and let me bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to those in need I want, I want, I want you to come and then I want somebody that says Lord I need healing right now I need healing right now Lord, I need healing in my mind and in my heart and in my spirit and my body. I need healing in my relationships. I want, I want both. Come on, I want you to come. If either one, of, if you fall into either one of those categories, come on. That's it. In the name of the Lord. Woo! In the name of the Lord. Come on. That's it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes,
1: Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, He's about to do it. I believe. I, believe. Woo. I see you do it again, Lord. I see you move. See you, boo.